Back again with another episode, man. Episode seventy-two, climbing up the charts, dog. Um, I got a artist out of Augusta, Georgia, so I said I might as well play a artist out of Augusta that dropped a project, man. Lil Nah, his project called Bottom Boy. Uh, pause on Bottom Boy. <laughs> I've known Nas since I was younger, but to see him rapping now, like that first take with him and the King, and it was hard. You can't deny. Look, I've been putting in work. I came from the bottom like under something, yeah. But you know we go up like the top. I mean, turn it up. Talking down, I liked it. No way, Jay made me turn up with notch and I go get them knots. I've been off the porch since I knew how to tie now. Hot to lock in the can, how to be a man now. You gotta go find out. I was a little kid in the kitchen, acting like the dope man with the frying pot. Came a long ways from the playground with the same niggas from the sandbox. Young hitters, sand lot. They pitching that hardball, let the home play. Gotta play it safe. Not with Rob Rob, but I'm in them slums, dog. Shout out Zone 6, I'm in EA. Nowhere ever I go with them Gucci. I don't pay with so they say I can't leave out GA. Fuck the state, tell them free Jay and Wooter. Yeah. Fuck the state, tell them free Trey and J Round. And all the real guys laying down. I know J High to be K's down. Gotta rob it, yo, dog. <laughs> hey, man, at the end of this song, too, he, uh, he got main voice on it. That shit dope, dog. Me and Maine was supposed to do an interview with him, but somehow it ain't work out. But if we do do the, the uh, interview, I really want to know why he named it Bottom Boy. Does he know that that's a super pause moment? <laughs> but shout out to Lil Nah, Fire-Ass Project. Um, the person that I got on the podcast today, he goes by the name of Foolish. He's an artist out of Augusta, Georgia, and I think he actually shouted out Lil Nah as the people that was in his tier when he was doing music. Now he's doing social media comedy. Dog, the boy is funny as hell. I'm talking about hilarious. I've been following him. He's been throwing on the wigs, doing, you know, little skits and stuff. But he's dope, man. So without further ado, let's get right into the episode. <laughs> I'ma let that thing loose. Mic check, mic check. All right. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim. We got Foolish in the building. What's going on, bro? What's up with it, man? Chilling, dog. You uh, dodging the Rona? Yeah, man. Dodging that motherfucker. Got, got to. Ain't got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Man. That shit crazy out there, man. Uh, What you been doing since you been quarantined? You been working? Or you yeah, been I still, they still got me working, man. For real? Yeah. You got the mask on at work? No. Oh okay. I don't, I don't be wanting that motherfucker, man. Like I just, I just feel like, um, me personally, when it comes to the corona junk, I mean, I understand it, but at the same time, I just got faith. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? If you catch it, you catch it. You don't, you don't. And I like, and all honestly, I really think I had that shit before it even got big because I was sick. 
like I seen the post where they said like if you had got sick in between December and January such and such, you probably already had it. And like, so and you feel like you had it, huh? Yeah, and December, Bruh, everybody's saying that shit. But, though. but the, the <laughs> truth of the matter is, when I went, when I, I was at work, and I told my job, I said, "Man, I'm feeling real bad. I can only feel sick. I'm feeling weak." And they was like, "Okay." They first they told me, um, excuse me. First they told me, "Okay, well you got to go to our um our doctor that we go to. It's called MD Urgent mm -hmm. over there on um I think Willow Road." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. That, I know you're see, about. that's the company. That's the company um, hospital. So if you go to the company hospital, you got. I'm under the insurance and all that junk. I guess they thought I was faking the bullshit. Mm -hmm. So when I went there, they told me I got had to pay a certain amount because I got my insurance, my insurance card on me. So I was like, forget that. So I said, look, let me go to um, doctor's hospital. And Across like, the street. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I went to doctor's hospital and I was in there for like an hour. Fell asleep in there, and then they tested me, and then the actual test that they putting on the Rona people, they did that shit to me when I was in the room. They had stuck the damn thing up my nose, and then they did, did swabbing my throat and all that. Oh, stuff. so you for real then? Yeah, like this dead ass serious. So yeah. then they they went back. Now when I when they when they did the test on me, they came back like a minute. They was like, um, we have some bad news to tell you. And I was like, what? I'm thinking, like, you know what I'm saying? I got some other sickness. They was like, well, you have you having flu symptoms, and you just need to be out of work. So, luckily, I had sick time. So, I was out of work for a minute and everything. So, and You might got that wrong motherfucker yeah, right now, then. Well, I got to be careful, boy. I got to sanitize. I got to get right. <laughs> I shut that motherfucker off, though. Nah, I ain't scared, bro. I'm hopefully got them. I don't know, dog. Yeah. I'm like you with it. I got I got faith that shit gonna be yeah, all right, yeah, bro. man. But I ain't gonna lie, I done had bronchitis before, so I'm like, yeah. boy, I can't get no more shit. Yeah, man. I felt like I was going out with that bronchitis. Yeah, man. My brother, he he was talking about that shit. See, it was mainly hit. See, he, my brother in Charlotte, so yeah. it was hitting there first before it had came here. He was mm -hmm. telling me all about the shit. And then when I was at when I, when it first started happening and it started getting big in the world, I'm at work. I'm seeing the stores being emptied. Like, I'm thinking the world finna end. I'm in there. I'm like. Bro, that's how I make you feel. Like, I ain't one of them people that panic off the rip. But yeah. I was, um, matter of fact, I was putting these uh, acoustic panels in here. And um, the glue wasn't holding that weak ass glue right there. So yeah. I went to uh, the dollar store trying to get some um, some uh, Gorilla Glue. Yeah. And everybody was in there, got them. Well, first I went to Walmart. Everybody yeah. was in there clearing out toilet paper. Like, Man. you could barely walk through the. Then I went to the dollar store, and they was doing the same thing. That's when yeah. I realized. I said, oh, this shit for real. So Man. I went to the gun store after that and went yeah. and got some bullets. Yeah. Because I'm one of them type niggas, like, yeah. bruh. I feel like shit about to be bad. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Man, and I don't need no fucking toilet paper. Nah, for real, man. That shit. And this trip part that was tripping me out. I was like, damn. Y'all buying all this damn toilet paper, but ain't nobody buy a plunger because, uh. <laughs> Y'all better be stopped, though. <laughs> that shit was just, it was just, bro, when I said that shit was just weirding me out. And then he calling me and telling me what's going on in the world because he's seeing this shit. And he, he able to look at the news and all that shit, though. Yeah. So I'm at work. I don't really know what's going on. Man, this thing though, when I seen them, when, look, the first three days it started happening, bro, when I say them Walmart shelves was empty, I was calling everybody I know, hey man, look man, make sure you get your food, and then I'm telling my old lady, babe, you need to um go get the food, I'm gonna wait till the food stamps come, no nigga, we need this shit now, yeah. bro, when I say it, bro, that shit, it was making me panic because I got kids, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying, so it was just making me How many me kids you got? Seven. 
<laughs> you ain't got no seven kids. Boy, you young as hell to have seven kids. Yeah, man. Boy, that nigga kids. started early, boy. Yeah, man. Bruh, I be seeing you on social media. Is it true that you're uh, the number one fan of the BBWs? Yeah, man. You did know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so when you start loving BBWs? Oh. Bruh, I got a home where I like BBWs, yeah. too. I always yeah. wanted that shit because he always be shy about it. Like, yeah. man, I don't like big girls, man, but he what? do. Fucking roll them and feed them. That's what you do to them. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> man. Bruh, man, you been yeah. like BBW since yeah. you were like young? Man, yeah, man. It was, man, I was seventh grade. I had a big girl named Mercedes. Yeah. They, the dudes. She sound to, like she fine. Yeah. She was, she was light-skinned. She had booted in. Yeah. And then, you know what I'm saying, the dudes used to pick on me, but I ain't I ain't think nothing of it. I'm like, nigga, it's a female. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, most dudes make it seem like it's a bad thing to like big girls. But it's like being an oddball out the group because you really don't know what's going on with this big girl. You know what I'm saying? The skinny girls, they cute. It's a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? See, the thing about it is that, that saying that Cat Williams said, Either you were small and got big, or you was big and got small. Yeah, that facts. shit, it, it's all it all varies. So therefore, if you get with a female that's like one fifty nine, and then throughout the years, she get bigger. That that weight is gonna start to pick up. So what you what you gonna do? You see what I'm saying? So it just it just. I know some niggas that'll leave her though. Yeah, nah, man, I ain't, ain't rocking like that. <laughs> shit, shit gonna happen. She gonna come on. She gonna fall off. So. It is what it is. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with it though, yeah. dog. I just like I ain't. I'm not really used to people admitting it though, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause I, I don't know why they shy about it. Ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that shit. Yeah. I'll pick a big girl over a skinny girl any day. Yeah, man. That's but, your facts. But the more the the more of it is, big girls they have. Not saying that skinny women don't. It's just they have a lot of confidence. They have a lot of shit accomplished. Yeah. It's, it's just the, the average big girl that I know, she got a job. She got her own shit. She got her own profession and what she doing. But, you know, big girls change, though. Like, when we was young, big girls, like, they smelt kind of funny. Yeah. They got them dead weird shit. Nowadays, big girls clean. They confident, yeah. like you said. That, like, it's just totally different. Yeah. Like. And see, like, it. I feel like they know that they, um, they know that they're a hot topic right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? They, they know that. And like the women that I have been with, some of them they 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 insecurities don't show until you get behind closed doors. But social media make it seem yeah. like you can hide on social media, but behind closed doors, I know that real person. You see what I'm saying? But bro, Lizzo making them look bad though, cause she, she insecure. I don't care what nobody. Yeah, says. yeah. I mean, I want I want to say she insecure, but being that she is a big girl, she's taking that confidence level a bit too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, okay, we know you big, but you know what I'm saying? I but, think that's a secret insecurity, though, bro. Yeah. Just like somebody called me today talking about the OnlyFans thing. Shawty, a teacher. Yeah. And she was noticing, like, a lot of teachers and, you know, all kind of people, they make an OnlyFans account. And yeah. she was like, I don't understand this shit, Slim. Like, you know, do they got issues at home? Like, is it mm-hmm. confidence issues? I was like, dog, I, I think, this is what I think it is, dog. And I'm dead ass when I say this. Yeah. I think everybody either, like a teacher, for instance, they still getting paid, but now they mm-hmm. bored, or somebody that got laid off like a server. Yeah. So now they're thinking, like, this is my opportunity to chase my passions I ain't never chased because I decided to join this career. Yeah. And they first, the first business that popped up in their mind was, that? was OnlyFans because they seen it on social media. Yeah. And that shit crazy as hell. Like, yeah. that's your first business that popped in your mind? Like, when, when uh, you was young, what was the first business that popped in your mind? Um, 
cutting grass, basketball. candy, yeah, yeah, basketball. Stuff, stuff you know like what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first thing that pop up in their mind is, I'm going to sell these motherfucking nudes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit but, crazy. But, but, I mean, I, I respect it. I, I respect it to a certain extent. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. I ain't yeah. mad at them. Yeah. I mean, shit, I ain't mad at it either. Shit. $5.99 for a subscription, that ain't bad now. Yeah. <laughs> if it's popping, though. If yeah. it's popping. Yeah. See, I ain't got to buy it because I got a homeboy and that nigga a pervert. Yeah. That nigga copying <laughs> everything, bro. I've been yeah. on that nigga account just scrolling. Yeah. Bro, this nigga got like $300 a month uh, worth of subscriptions. What? No, man. My nigga Domino. That's like dog. buying ass, man. Shit, he don't give a fuck. Damn, and I'm man. thinking, I'm like, I'm like, damn, nigga, got you know, car note four hundred dollars. Yeah, <laughs> you you basically yeah, paying a car note to these hoes. Yeah, like that shit crazy, bro. Yeah, but yeah, it's just I don't know, dog. That shit weird. But yeah, bro, let's move on to the uh to the music though, because you do music, right? You still doing yeah. music? Yeah, I still do music, man. Okay, I like with with it as far as like the music aspect, man. I had stopped it because I just felt like. The Augusta scene got too saturated with it. And oh, it, speak on that. See, I wasn't, I, I wasn't even expecting you to speak on some, something like that. Like, because me, like, when I first started out, these, these are the rappers that I know that was really doing it heavy. You know what I'm saying? From Q-Dog, Lucci, uh, Smoke Grady, Kobe the Shooter, True Cash, and... Lil Nine, me, and... You know what I'm saying? Them was the... Them Lil Nine just dropped the night, too. Huh? Yeah, um, yeah, the bottom boys. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Nada. I fuck with Nada. Yeah, and see, like, them was the people that I was paying to um, Tia Tut, Kid Simmons, you know what I'm saying? Them the dudes who, you know what I'm saying, that I was, you know what I'm saying, in the in the class with as far as, like, okay, I see him coming up, I see him coming up, this, that, and third. But then I started to sit back, and then you got another rapper popping up here, another rapper popping up here, and then it was like, damn, it's too much shit. And then that's when I started just like, okay, well, I'm going to fall back on that. I'm going to fall back on I'm going to still do it, but you know what I'm saying? Let me find something else that I can, you know what I'm saying? I won't have to brush too many shoulders or, you know what I'm saying, try to compete with. I ain't saying that we competing or it's any competition, but it's just. I mean, it is a competition, though. Yeah, yeah, but. At the end of the day. Yeah, see, on my end, I just look at it as like, well, shit, okay, well, I'm going to just sit back. I, I sit back because I, I can do this, I can do that. And then that's when I started making, um, I started making like pain music. And then I was like, okay, that ain't working. They don't like that sound. Then I started doing love music. Okay, they don't like that. So then that's when I started switching that shit to comedy. Cause you know what I'm saying? I always been doing comedy. Like everybody I run into, like, man, you funny as hell, man. You should do this that, and third. And then that's when I started, okay, well, I'm gonna do both of them then. I'm still do music on the side, but I'm gonna work on this comedy. Bruh, then, so, um, uh, what you think the breaking point was to make the Augusta music scene oversaturated? Um, everybody want to rap now. I mean, you got ten out of ten rappers. Everybody, everybody. Out of the rap. ten, how many you think trash? Like personally. Um, like my first the people wise. that I name, they don't even they don't even make trash music. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if I didn't name you or whatever, I don't know too much about you. I haven't been around, you know what I'm saying, to say oh, you okay. trash. Yeah. So me personally, I don't I wouldn't say somebody trash. It's just I don't know you. And I ain't gave your music a listen yet. Because like, it's so much out there. It's so it's too much. It's too much. It's but that's kinda like any like any uh market, it's gonna be competitive. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel anyway. Yeah. And see like with that, like how many times you walk into a a store and you got 
10 rappers out there. Hey, bro, listen to my shit. Hey, bro, listen to my shit. Hey, bro, listen That's to my shit. That's how the internet feel now, though. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So, therefore, yeah. when I'm scro- as I'm scrolling, I'm like, okay, I know this nigga. Oh, he dropped another song. All right. And then you see that shit. It's like, damn, what the fuck? Everybody rapping now. Yeah. I know this nigga. When you started rapping, oh, bro, fuck with me, bro. Get on the song with me, bro. Fuck with me. It's like, damn, bro. Everybody rapping now. And see, the crazy thing about it is like, um, dog, I shoot music videos too. Yeah. But like, I'm going to be honest, I don't really got like a big passion for music videos. Yeah. But I can shoot them and they all right. Yeah. But I, I can't shoot no trash ass song, bro. Yeah. And it's like a lot of people, like videographers, they just want the money, bro. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I want to get paid, too. My yeah. bills got to get paid also. But yeah. it's hard for me to sit in front of a computer and edit a trash-ass a trash ass song, dog. And You know what it is? What? The main thing what the city do lack of is taking criticism. Oh, facts. Without being saying, oh, this nigga hating on me. You don't know what you're talking about. Because it just take that one person to tell you, hey, bro, change that up. You know what I'm saying? Change your hookup. Put this in the verse. You know what I'm saying? Make it, make, give your music more substance. It's like a lot of people can't take that criticism, so they stay complacent and then not knowing. Because out of all these years, the only people that came up out the city that I know of is T.K. Kravis. I yeah. mean, and Bezo, Bezo, he a producer. See, bro, you a lot more. Yeah, he fire too. Yeah, he produced some fire ass tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, it's just this, and this is just my opinion. People not might, may not agree to it, but it's just like it's a lot of people that rap in the city, and ain't really went nowhere yet. That's you know what I'm saying? You may be getting money. You may have rats up to your ear. That's cool, finding Danny. But other than that, nigga, where you where you going with it? Man, I think, dog. I think I said this. Off the mic uh, before we started, I think the biggest issue is a lot of artists that do have a lot of talent just yeah. lack money and yeah. drive. And it's and it's oh man, I swear it's okay if you ain't got the shit. You did know what I'm saying. And it, it's a lot of trap niggas that rap, and it's like take that shit and invest that shit instead yeah. of just flowing that shit in the video. No, I, and I it know, take money to go to war though. Yeah, it do, it do. And it's a lot of people that I know. You know what I'm saying? They making moves. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people making moves. But it just, it ain't to the point where you making the moves and, you know what I'm saying, somebody else in another city see it, another state. As far as music goes, uh, what do you think is the proper investments you should be making? Um, marketing. That's number and one? To, to me, marketing, because, you know what I'm saying, most of the producers that I dealt with, it's like you got to have the right um, team behind you. Mm-hmm. The right team, the right marketing. Um, the vid, the visual, the visuals, of recording, m- m- your music being mastered the correct Fact way. Over. Like it's a lot of people that I know that done told me this stuff, and I've done speak to big producers, and that's why I'm able to, you know what I'm saying, voice my opinion on it. You did know what I'm saying, so I done talked to Boom Man, I done had an interview with Authentic um, Empire and all them dudes. So it's just like just like shit like that. It's like this is stuff that they told me I need to do. And all honestly, I ain't got the money for that shit. When you gonna say cheese too? Yeah, I was gonna say cheese. And all I seen, that. yeah, I seen you on say and cheese. And that and that interview, it was eight hundred. Then that was what I want to say about two, two, two and a half years ago. Yeah, that, you paid eight hundred to do that interview. All yeah. right, so because Sean Cotton, he came from Texas. Okay. So, so he came from Texas to here, and he drove here. Well, he he drove, caught a plane and he bought a rental, 
And he uh, came back and he came to Augusta. So, bro, a lot of people listening, they probably thinking like, damn, I wouldn't pay no money for an interview. But let me tell you a, a short story before you uh, explain to me your thoughts on it. Yeah. So, when I first started doing my podcast interviews and shit, I ain't know that some people that I knew personally was paying for interviews. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, they ain't never like offered that to me, but they paying random people that, that ain't even got a big following like that yeah. for interviews. But... Um, kind of explain to me like your whole what thought was, process. What was the whole process? Yeah. Um, okay. Nah, your uh, thought process of, of paying for an interview, like how you feel about it. Um, just anybody or sh- uh, say cheese because uh, uh, I did just one anybody. with him and um DJ Smalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. it's like you're you're investing that money into being promoted, regardless mm-hmm. on who it is or whatever the situation is. And see though, with them dudes with them platforms. They have that spotlight. So then when they take that spotlight, and if he got a million followers or if he got a hundred thousand followers and he posts you on their page, yo, yo, that post go be on there for a good little minute. And then but the fucked up thing about it is it's always a it's always a flip part to it, cause when he posted me on his page, it was like ten minutes, my post was up there, and then he put somebody else behind it. So it's like your your face I've on seen his that page. You see what I'm saying? Your face on there, but it's just on there for a certain amount of time. So it's just it's just it's a gamble with this shit. Like even with um DJ VIP, um Nipsey Hustle, um DJ. Yeah, he, I know you So he, we hit him up. He well he hit us up, and he wanted to um he said he wanted me to be on this. I can I can pull this shit up and everything, bro. He said he wanted. He wanted me to um, come to Nipsey um, tour and all that shit like that, right? So he was like, "Well, he said you sent give me four hundred dollars, and I put y'all, I put y'all on this shit, and then you know what I'm saying we'll do some work as far as like um, you coming up here being on the tour, and now I don't hear shit else from him after he, and see like like I said, it's a it's all a gamble. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. It, it's all a gamble. With all that, with all this shit, man, like oh, he hit you up too. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So yeah. it like with all of it, it's a it's just a pure gamble as far as like with the marketing shit. You just gotta know who the right people to invest that money in. It's kind of it's kind of hard to know who was who though. Like in yeah. the interview I seen that you did, that's what you were talking about. How somebody yeah. got them, got judged you for a little yachty feature. Yeah, man. That's crazy as hell, yeah, though. Man. I ain't gonna lie, I would have been hot, but yeah. And see, like I ain't like like I said, man. I cried when I was in the studio, man, cause mm-hmm. like I seen the the, the the damn commercials was on that shit, and then I kept on seeing little yada. I'm like, nigga, I'm finna make it. And then I was I had a picture of the shoes I was gonna buy me. I was like, I, I had saved the picture of the red bottoms and shit like that. And uh, went to the studio. The damn, we had a Metro Boomin tag on there. I'm like, okay, nigga, I done made it. I'm finna go, and then I found out all that shit was real after we paid the money. I mean, all that shit was fake. Damn, dog, yeah, that shit sucked, bro. And see, that's what discouraged me, and that's what made me even fall back from the music even more. It was like, what, well, damn, bro? Like my, cause my brother, he, um, my brother drives trucks, and at the time he had the money, mm-hmm. and then he was investing money, putting money here, putting money there, paying eight hundred for that interview. Paying for something for the DJ Small video, at the, uh, I mean the interview at the time, and see that's when he was charging just on the four hundred, and then now through time progress, I get in contact with him like, hey man, let me do another video. Now they telling you a band, a band for an interview. So it's just like, well damn, bro, like what the fuck? 
I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. Everything you talking about right now, yeah, you being 100 percent transparent with no other artist even speak about shit like this. Yeah, they'll try to flex like they got it like that, yeah, and no, they man. pay for their own shit, yeah. and they would never pay no nigga for no interview. That's the thing, though. You ha like you, it sound like it sound crazy, but you don't have no choice. It like it's just a gamble. It's just like roll of the dice. Either you gonna do this shit, and you gonna just go take the consequences that come with it. Or you just go fall back from it. And me, honestly, I just fell back from it. Because of the fact, it's like, okay, I got other talents. And it's like, this ain't working right now. The money that I am that I need, I'm taking it and I'm wasting it or losing it, let alone because I'm giving away the money. It's like, what the fuck am I really doing? So I just had to reevaluate myself, get myself back. And then I still got the talent. But it's just like, I'm just seeing, I'm weighing out my options with this shit. Was you gaining the following from those interviews that you was paying for, though? And that's the fucked up thing about it, no. Damn, dog. See, that's the shit that kind of sucked. Like, yeah. I know it's been situations where I don't went out my way to try to do interviews with people that I felt like was, you know, kind of high profile, and then yeah. they didn't work out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that shit sucked. Yeah. And see, like, that that's where it just, it, it make you reevaluate yourself even more, because it was like, because every time I hit my brother up, I, I just get that. I get a new song in my head, and I'm telling him, hey, bro, this it right here. And then he's like, okay, so how we going to move from that? And it's still like, damn, I don't want to pay this money. I don't want to take the chance of pay this money to this dude, and he don't do nothing with it, and we don't get nowhere, and I'm still stuck here in Augusta. Yeah. Not saying it's a bad thing, but it's just like you still in the same spot. You ain't making no progress, basically. None whatsoever. It's just somebody got our money, and we just trusting your word on a yes or a no. Yeah, basically, you just want to return on your investment. Yeah. I don't blame it. you. I feel yeah. that shit. Uh, I don't like people that take advantage of uh, people's situations like that. Like, no lie, if I was to charge a nigga a band for an interview, yeah. I'm promoing that shit all week, bro. Yeah. Like, so if I, if I take uh, three artists and get a band from them, yeah. I'm going to promote that shit all week. Like, yeah. so basically how social media work, like, I got a decent understanding of social media. I can promote, at max, probably three videos a day. That's at the max. Yeah. So, like, I could post one around high traffic time, which would be 9 o'clock. I can post another one around the next high traffic time, which is going to be 2 o'clock. Yeah. Then I can post a third one around high traffic time, which is 530. Yeah. That's the max you can do. So, they shouldn't be taking on more than, like, three. Yeah. Because that's the most you can promote in a day, basically, is, like, three posts. And see, that's how they, well, well, like you were just saying, you're, you're, if it was you, you know what I'm saying, you'll promote um, three videos at a time, or you'll yeah. promote a video all three week. Three videos a day. If you think, if you do the math on that, now, if you got one artist from Augusta, then you got at least Ten across the city and state. Look how much money you making. Look how much people you gotta invest your time into. That's and right. it's like they're the ones who win it. It's like the people on Instagram, the the marketing, the people who like as far as like like I said, Instagram and all that other shit. It's like they the ones who win it. It's just like the artists are just getting a piece of the crumb. Like I don't know. That's why I say it. it's just too much for me, Jack. I ain't I ain't got time for that shit. They it's discouraging, but yeah, I like the fact that you ain't quit though. Yeah, man. But yeah, from there, so you got into the uh to the comedy thing. I seen you on stage, dog. You was natural yeah. with that shit. Yeah, I man. didn't like how you pulled your phone out, though. I'm gonna yeah. be honest. Yeah. But I know that was part of the skit, right? Yeah, it was part of. Yeah. And see, like, but that's the thing. It's like if I like I just said how I put my effort into that. It's just like improvising, like mm -hmm. when I'm on stage, and then it's like true enough. 
some some other times like and like the video I don't post my my mistakes on on social media. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But it's just like whatever I got that's good and that I got a bunch of lads off of, I put that on there. And then if I'm improvising on stage and I pull my phone out, I don't brought I don't brought a big ass notebook on stage before. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no shame in it. Cause if I fuck up, I fuck up. If I if I win, I win. So it's just it's just learning. I'm just learning right now. Yeah. How'd you get into all that though? Like what made you get into the whole comedy thing as far as doing the social media comedy and yeah. doing improv? Um, honestly, I've run into a couple of people and like I said, I mean I've been hearing you funny since I was I was younger, since I was a kid. So it just started evolved throughout my teenage years and then when I got like twenty something and you know what I'm saying, I'm still hearing you funny, you should do this, you gonna be on T V and all this stuff there. So then when I finally got the opportunity I ran into Sir Cedric and he was like, um, you know what I'm saying, I got a comedy show you can come to, you can come be in. And it's a comedy competition. It was um um damn, I forgot the name of it. That's my comic. Over yeah. there on Washington Road at Chevy's. Okay. And on um, the first the first season um, I was doing. I started. I started doing my comedy then, and I started evolving. Cause in the beginning, I wasn't funny. I was just going up there, just talking. And then when they start giving us a subject each week, it give you it give you the opportunity to work on your material. So when I started working on my material, I started seeing like, damn, I can actually do this shit. And then it is. It, it sometimes it's hard to write a joke, and sometimes it's easy to just go up there and freestyle. And that's why I, that's why I would do the whole competition. I just go up there and freestyle because that that was like it's like writing music, but at the same time it ain't like writing music. So I just start going up there and freestyling all my shit, and then you know what I'm saying. I just have just so happened every um, topic that they had, they gave I had a story for it. Okay. So that's why I had the advantage. Of it. Like they was like um, your worst experience at Walmart. I worked at Walmart. Mm. There was like bad experience at six. Everybody done fucked up doing six. <laughs> did some crazy. That shit. was actually my first topic that yeah. I ever did podcasting. For real? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like bad sexual performances. Yeah. Yeah. What's yours? I want you to tell um, yours. The same <laughs> one you said. The same one you said. Uh, uh, so <laughs> me and my wife we was having sex, right? And I had one. Like this was the first joke that I had told on stage. It was like take yeah. a bad experience doing sex, and it was like I was like um. You know, my wife was like, oh, she want me to go down on. So I had went down on. So then when I started eating, she was like, babe, wait, no. So when she said no, she had farted. <laughs> she said, and then I said, all of a sudden I started smelling steamed broccoli. <laughs> That's nasty as yeah, fuck. Yeah, bro. Yeah, my stupid ass. And she was trying to push me to keep me from doing it. And I just, you know, you know a nigga being, I'm like, yeah. nah, I'm going to tear this up. Nah, you, yeah. you talking all that shit. And then she was like, no, wait. And it was so weird. I think it is something about head. I don't know for women, but I know for men. It's something about head that do make you fart. It's funny because my homeboy, yeah. he always say that shit. He be like, boy, bitch, give me some good head. I'm, I'm going to put it in the face. <laughs> he always say that shit, bro. And that shit true because I done been there sometimes. I been laying there and been like, boy, I got to fart some motherfucking bro. <laughs> it be like that pressure on your stomach because yeah. they going, they going, they trying yeah. to go so Hit your pelvic and shit. Yeah. That's exactly what yeah. it is, dog. Nigga be like, boy, I don't know, bro. My worst sexual experience, I had met this chick at the stove. This was like, I call this my LeBron years. This is when yeah. I was like in my prime. I had just started yeah. going to school. I had a nice-ass <laughs> car. I done met this bitch at the stove. 
Shawty was like, I want to get up with you and drink with you. Yeah. She done pulled up with a bottle of Jose Quavo. I don't even drink that shit. But yeah. I'm drinking it. Nigga, I'm drunk as fuck. Uh, we was at my homegirl crib. She had left. Uh-huh. And she was like, Slim, do not go fuck in my room. I know how you be. I was like, man, ain't nobody going in your goddamn room. I'm about to stay on the couch. Yeah. Man, bro, I went in that motherfucking room. <laughs> man, no, bro. I fucking... I pulled my pants down. I don't know what the fuck happened. All I know, goddamn, <laughs> I put that rub on. Yeah. And I woke up and goddamn, my homegirl. <laughs> my Yes, bro. My homegirl and goddamn, the nigga she was fucking with was yeah. standing over me. And she was joking, talking about some, why the hell you here with your pants out with that little ass dick showing? Oh, man. And he laughing. He like, Slim, what the hell you got going on? I'm like, bro, I don't know what the fuck happened. I'm yeah. fucked up. And it's early too, bro. Oh, like, it's like it's like midnight when they came in there. Because when I met Shawty at the store, yeah. it was like 7, 8 o'clock. Yeah. I got drunk that fast. Oh, man. So I'm like, damn. So, bro, the whole time I got them kicking it, I'm like, damn, bro. I'm like, man. Shawty probably ain't gonna fuck with me. This bitch was goddamn kind of cute too. She probably yeah. gonna fuck with me. Woo woo. So I texted her the next day and was like, "What's up with you, man? Let's get up." Yeah. Shawty ain't text me. I text at nighttime like, "What's up?" Yeah. And I never double text. Yeah. And I was like, "What's up?" She ain't hit me back. Then Monday came and she was like, "Hey," and I was like, yeah. "What's up with you? I'm trying to get up with you." And she was like, "Shit, uh, I'm about to send you my address." And oh, I was like, man. "I had talked to her. I was like, yeah. man, I ain't gonna love fucked up." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that shit was crazy though, yeah, bro. Man, I done had some bad experiences like that, bro. Like worse than that one, man. Crazy shit, man. <laughs> man, I had a bitch show out on me, Jack. Like that bitch gone top and rolled me off into the sunset. I was ashamed. <laughs> like, that bitch had rolled me off into the sunset, Jack. Hey. Bitch had did that smirk and looked down at me and took the fuck off on me. And I was, oh, oh. She was riding the shit. Hey, bro, bro, whenever bitches do you like that, dog, afterwards, you just got to roll yeah, over. Just, just like, like bro, don't touch me, bro. Just, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bitch, you done took me, you done took something away from me. I can't get back. It took away my pride. Yeah. <laughs> pride. Power. <laughs> I'm a bad motherfucker. <laughs> it's over with now. Nah. Yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah. got it no more. Yeah, man. But yeah, dog, how did you start the social media comedy, though? Like, what yeah. brought that? What, um... Because you started out on stage first, right? Yeah, I started okay. out. But in the, before that, I was already doing them, but I just wasn't getting many views. I wasn't, I wasn't getting many views or getting many um, reactions. But the only thing that made me mad, it's like I be seeing so many people make the comedy videos, and some of them don't be actually acting outright or they be doing too much, but they got 25,000 views and... I see that too. A whole bunch of reactions. It's like, damn, people look at my shit and they don't even they don't even share react or anything. I can have twenty five ha ha's and one person don't like it. Like, nigga, you a hater. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, just, let's get me famous. I'm gonna look out for everybody. Just, I just yeah. need y'all to share, comment, and repost. That's all I need to do. People don't know that should have take you a long way. Yeah, too. it really will, man. Like most of this stuff, like it be people inbox me, man. You funny as hell. Anytime I see somebody out in the street, man, you funny as hell, man. When this, that, and third, whoop, whoop. when you go do this, when you go do that, shit. I need support, damn it. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's, that's exactly what it is. Share man. my shit, like my page, bro. Yeah. Why you ain't got no Facebook page though? I do. I'm talking about a fan page. I do. I got oh, you three do? of them. Yeah. Okay. And because see, like, I only see your shit from your personal page. Yeah. I like. I got look. 
I got the Three Cool for Talk page. I got the Foolish Music page. I got the Foolish Entertainment. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but it's just people are like, I I send an invite to get them to try to like the page, but you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't get much, you know what I'm saying, reactions or, you know what I'm saying, or any type of, um, what is it, support. Yeah, yeah. I forgot my word. <laughs> yeah, support, support. Everybody that's, love that's, that support that's word. That's the main thing. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, though, Dolph. Like, for me, when it comes to that Facebook shit, I don't give a fuck about Facebook. Yeah. A lot of people do, though. Like, I talk to my homeboy, man, he a podcaster also. We always collab on shit. Yeah. And, like, he really fuck with that Facebook. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, bro, it's so hard to monetize off Facebook. Cause like, so for what you do, bro, you're going to need at least, like, a million page likes, bro. Yeah. And you're going to have to average at least, and that's at the least, like two to three hundred thousand views uh, a video. Uh, yeah. 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 You're gonna have to to monetize it. Yeah. And that's a lot, bro. To monetize what you mean? Uh, oh, to make money off of yeah, your yeah, Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus like if you on YouTube, nigga, YouTube only take a thousand subscribers. Yeah. That's it. A thousand subscribers and you can make money off your shit. So for a two hundred thousand view video, depending on how the ad revenue works, yeah. You can get two hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, off of I, that video, I, just two hundred dollars. Like you just motivated me even more to go do the YouTube shit. Yeah, that's that type shit I be on. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, and see, like I like this information that I didn't know, so I'm take that and run with it. Yeah. And see, like that's why I've been putting out. I've I've been I done dropped the video almost every day, every other day. Sometimes I get aggravated with it. Sometimes I be feeling like this shit ain't going nowhere. Then I have somebody come perk me up, and then I just do another video. And see, like, it's it all come from shit that, you know what I'm saying, that I used to do when I was little. Like, look at TV all day, and then memorize it, and then go say it in a joke at, at school or some junk like that. And that's all it is to me, you know what I'm saying, improvising. Whatever I do in the video, I'm improvising off of it. So it ain't actually that they really didn't, that they really did. It's just me improvising, me putting my own, you know what I'm saying, my own way of yeah. I've been following, dog. I ain't gonna lie. I think this shit funny as hell. Every time I pop on my timeline, I share it. Mm. I'm one of them type people, though, dog. I like supporting people because, yeah. shit, I need support, too. So yeah. I understand how far the shit can go. Yeah. But the thing about support is not everybody understands what support is. So, like, yeah. you can't really get mad and, like, backlash and get mad. Like, I know people that... that Get mad when you do share they shit. Yeah. And it's like, nigga, which one you want? You yeah. want a nigga to not share your shit and help promote your shit? Or you want a nigga, like, which one? Yeah, and see, like, with me, I, like, like you just said, I understand, like, because a lot of people, they'll get mad when they, you tag them and shit. And yeah. see, like, they, I used to get that a lot. Like, when I first started rapping and my music went down, wasn't that good. It'll be people that tell or inbox me, hey, bro, this shit whack. <laughs> like, <laughs> For real? I swear to God. <laughs> I that's never, crazy bro, I never was it though shit. bro like you yeah, see that's what it was like see that that's what the music aspect did to me like it was times where my music was just bullshit and i was putting out so much music and i wasn't talking about shit in my music and i wasn't i wasn't making no sense and then niggas would inbox me personally hey bro this shit whack <laughs> God, I put damn. that shit. I put that shit in the music group one time. They said, "Hey man, take this bullshit out of here." God, <laughs> it made me, but it just made me work on my penmanship. Yeah. But at the same time, I just out of that thought, it stuck with me. So I was like, "Damn, people might get aggravated when you tag them in these videos." So that's why now, 
I only if I post a video and I tag you in it, it just so happened that I think this video real good. But other than that, if it's just a normal video, I just post it on there. And if you share it, cool. But if you look at it and you don't share it, it may I feel some type of way, and I I'm not getting mad about it. It's just a point. Okay, you obviously you watching what I'm doing. You see what I'm doing. So it's like it's either you everybody with me. ain't got that mentality. Yeah, though. either you with me I or you against out. me. I got a rule, bro. I got a rule. If I watch that motherfucker twice yeah. and I don't share it, I'm yeah. hating. Yeah. So I never do that. I never double watch a video and not share it. Because yeah. it's been times where I watch a video and be like, man, that shit was funny as fuck. And watch it again. And then I be about to scroll down and I be like, nigga, you think that shit hilarious. You got to share this shit. Yeah. And most times when I do that, when I do share it, nigga, I, I, that shit get like 10, 20 goddamn shares off of my off of me sharing it alone. Yeah. And I feel good about that. Like, damn, I helped somebody else yeah. out. So I think that shit happened with a video I shared of yours. I shared it and like five more people shared it after me. Yeah. Cause, and see, like, with that, it's just like, like, People have pride. Mm. If they feel like, oh, I'm I'm supporting you, they feel like you dick riding. That's not dick riding if you if you support another man. If you done, and I, I get tagged by plenty of people. My bad, bro. I mean, oh no, you good, you good. You I don't, I don't, I don't got tagged. I, I get tagged all the time with people, other people stuff, and I ain't got no problem. You know what I'm saying? Sharing it. But if I notice like you done tagged me in five things out of five months. And then if I take you in some of my shit and you don't share not one of my shit, that's when I fall back. It's like, damn, okay. bro. So I get that type. You shit. you ain't you want me to support you and check out what you doing? You ain't trying to reciprocate. But you ain't it. trying to yeah. yeah. So it just it just like with certain stuff like that. That's why I just thought I'm gonna sit it here. I'm gonna see who go touch it. But if you one of the people that's been tagging me in your shit and I see you ain't touch, well, it's just it just goes to show like you one of those watchers. Just want to see what I'm doing. You but do see, it. dog, the tagging shit, though, I feel that shit on a personal level because when I first started podcasting, mm -hmm. I was debating that shit because everybody know, dog, my biggest thing is I'm always talking about local rappers, right? Because yeah. personally, I just don't like how they move, like most of them. It's some yeah. of them I see them moving and I'll be like, oh, I really rock with your movement. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But like... You said the tagging shit. I don't yeah. really like the tagging shit, bro, because yeah. it's like, why tag all these people? When they see it and they fuck with it, they going to support it. Like, mm -hmm. honestly, if I put something out and you feel like you don't like it or you don't relate to it, then don't share it. Don't just yeah. share it because it's me. Share it because you think it's good. It's yeah. a good product. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's just how I feel about the sharing thing and the support thing because I'm never going to be the nigga to be like, oh, you ain't share my shit, so you ain't my friend. I just had this conversation with my homeboy Damo. He just made a post talking about... He got 2.2 thousand followers on Spotify, and he was like, ain't none of y'all niggas share my shit. I was like, bro, you're not an artist. You got one yeah. song on Spotify. Yeah. Like, why would I share your shit, nigga? Then people gonna stop sharing shit that I do share, because that's my whole thing. Like, whenever you're somebody that has a following, I'm not saying I got no big following or nothing, but yeah. I do got people that do, like, look at shit that I do and, like, want to see what I got going on. So, if I share something, they gonna go fuck with it. Yeah. The first time that I share some shit that's some bullshit, they gonna stop they going gonna to look at it. They gonna start. Right yeah, so up. I can't share no bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta share something that's like you know authentic, something that's original, and yeah. I don't fuck with that that unoriginal shit, bro. Like yeah. if you somebody that's unoriginal, yeah. nah. That's why I fuck with your comedy because that shit funny as hell, bro. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. I really do. And but a lot of people, a lot, and another. On the other end, <laughs> why I know most people don't share my shit, because they feel like I'm arrogant. Because I had this arrogant, confident 
persona when I was rapping. Doing the music. Yeah. When I was doing that music shit. And even then, like, when I was dropping shit, niggas would hit my inbox, hey, bro, how you do this? Hey, who you got in contact to do this? And I really, I, I don't I don't like, I feel like if you taking from your building and getting somebody else a brick, it's like, damn, you taking from me to build your shit up. And the, and I and I, I ain't lying, bro. That shit actually happened. Cause when I started fucking with a videographer, that's when other people start running to him. When I started fucking with a producer, that's when other people start running to him. When I was dropping videos back to back this week, a video that week, I dropped I I, I dropped five videos in one week, and a whole bunch of artists was hitting me up. Hey, bro, who that is shot your videos? That's when then that's when niggas start running to him. So it was like, well, damn. It's the same shit now, so it's like they they felt like I was being arrogant or being cocky, but it just I was just trying to be defensive of my shit and try to build my reputation and try to build my following up. And now everything that overshadowed me, and now I'm just doing this acting comedy. And even now, I'm like, hey, bro, let me do a, do a, get a feature with you. They be like, oh no, nah, bro, you do comedy. No, nigga, I, I rap too. So it's yeah. like I get discredited a lot with with a lot of shit. So I feel like okay, this lane here. I ain't met nobody in the city that's doing the same thing as me, but I do know other comedians that's way better than me that is doing this shit. But they don't they don't treat it like this. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It just we can all get a laugh, we can all get a laugh, and we can you know what I'm saying bring the city up. That type of shit. Yeah, that um, I ain't gonna lie, that is how it is though. Especially when you in like a smaller type city, a yeah. lot of people will try to like hold their nuts on you. Yeah, man. But that's just what come with it though, dog. Yeah. But it see like that's another thing. If other cities ain't doing that shit, why we got to do that shit? Cause it's like that's like, a million dollar question. <laughs> and see like it's man, it's too much talent here, man. For nobody, for everybody to be in the same area to be no nah, nigga, I'm better than you type of shit. You see what I'm saying? It's too much talent, and it's a lot of people with different sounds. But you can't, you ain't gonna go nowhere if your sound. Like another big ass rapper, if you sound exactly like somebody, if you on that same way, an original, bro. Yeah, like create your own way, man. So that's what I'm doing. I'm rapping, doing comedy, and I'm acting. I'm in movies too, man. Like I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah. Um. Shout out to Jazz J Paul, man. He put me on the um his production company called CTC, uh, films, and you know what I'm saying CTC music, and you know what I'm saying he done. He got me in movies. He got me doing um, comedy on his stuff, too. So, you know what I'm saying? He just gave me an opportunity and stuff like that. Oh, man. Now, what's up, bro? Anything um, else you got going on before we get out of here? Other than that, it's, um, um, we got Mama Jones coming out. That's another movie that um, he did. We did Bros last year, and then we're doing Bros Part 2 this year. So What's Bros about? Um, Bros, it's, it's, it's a comedy uh, let me see. It's a comic, uh, suspense comedy. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's a detective. He chasing us around. <laughs> he chasing me and my cousins around, and uh, which was drip boots in. And he got Reese the cup in, Reese the cup in it. He got a whole bunch of people in. It. And then we doing part two. Well, I don't know what that one gonna be about, but Mama Jones, I'm a cokehead in that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. That shit probably is funny. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I gotta but watch that shit. This I'll was, watch it tonight. This was a, um, this was a um, drama. This, Mama Jones, it's a um, it's a um, drama, but okay. I'm still putting comedy in it. So I'm a cokehead in it. So, okay. Yeah, yeah man. 
other than that, that's why that's all I got coming up. And I'm still gonna do these videos until this quarantine shit up. <laughs> Please do, bro, cause yeah. I ain't gonna lie, this is the time social media is up hundred and eighty percent. Yeah. This is the time as you can tell I'm the numbers, nigga. Yeah. But this is the time, goddamn, where you need to be putting all the content you can and focusing on shit. Yeah. Because I ain't gonna lie, I dropped a video the other day and got like ten subscribers off YouTube from it. That's yeah. when I knew I was like, Oh yeah, this is this is the time. You gotta yeah. go ham. So I've been recording shit every day. Yeah. So you definitely need to do the same. And yeah. I'm gonna I got, a, I, got a, I got, I got a um, music video coming out too. It's called No Lie with my uh, little brother on that jet called. Um, well, it's called No Lie, but yeah, yeah. Got that shit coming out too. So uh, like, I'm still like, it's on hold, but I'm still, you know, what I'm saying putting out shit, putting out material. We definitely gonna check that shit. Yeah. But yeah, plug all your uh, social media so um, we can get up out of here. Facebook, um, EJ <laughs> Rogers. Um, make sure you check out Three Cool for Talk that. The um, podcast. The podcast. You a podcaster now, too. Yeah, man, I got a podcast. Stepping in my lane. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, hey, man, I'm, I'm just, I'm just I'm trying just to keep my hand, just trying to put my hand on something, follow my podcast, Three Cool for Talk, like my music page, Foolish Music Page, F-O-O-L-I, Money Sign H, Music Page, Foolish Entertainment, spell it the same way. Uh, my Instagram, that boy Foolish, uh, D-A-T-B-O-I-F-O-O-L-I-S-H. And my Snapchat and stuff, if you want to add me on there, you know, send me some fans-only subscriptions. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only the BBW ones. Yeah, man. Hey, oh, you ain't never seen a BBW get down on the fans-only? Oh, shit, boy. Bro, I had a girl comment on one of my posts on Facebook talking yeah. about she going to have the BBW game on lock on that jam. I man. said, man, fuck with me. I seen you $5. Fuck with me. Yeah. For real. Yeah. But yeah, man, appreciate you coming to the show, dog. Yeah, man, I appreciate it, man. Another episode of Sit Down with Slim, and we out.